BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Today's episode is sponsored by Tinder and ZocDoc. Hi, besties. Welcome to or welcome back to Try Not to Care. If you're new here, hello. My name is Ashley. I'm so excited to have you here. Before we get into the episode, I just want to let you know that there are mental health resources linked as well as my socials, as well as the new group chat that I made. If you're looking to meet new friends, talk about mental health, coffee, astrology, music, literally you name it, the Try Not to Care group chat is the place to be. I'm so excited about it. Everyone is so nice. We talk in it literally all day and it's a really great place to be, especially if you're like me and you don't really have a lot of friends and you just want someone to talk to at all times of the day. There's definitely someone in there that will chat it up with you. Also, I can't believe I can finally tell you about this. I am finally coming out with merch. I can't tell you the date yet, but I will next episode and throughout the week. So just keep an eye out for that. But merch is happening and I'm so excited for you to see it and wear it and love it because I love it so much. But with all of that being said, let's get into today's episode. So last week's episode, I talked about feeling stuck and feeling in a funk. And in this episode, I wanted to talk about moments of feeling stuck and unsatisfied with your life, how to go from envisioning what you want to actually doing and how your dream life is literally hidden in your daily routine. I think an issue that a lot of us have is we know what we want and we're very capable of envisioning what we want. We're capable of creating mood boards and vocalizing our goals, but we have a very difficult time bringing those goals to light. I know a lot of you created a mood board at the beginning of this year. I did too. And now that we're a couple months into the year, it's really easy to look at that board and start to feel really bad about not accomplishing any of those goals yet. When you look at those goals and that timeline you've set for yourself and you notice it's not aligned with where you are now, naturally it's going to make you feel like shit and make you feel as if you're not doing enough or you're you're doing something wrong. Naturally, you're going to ask yourself, why am I not farther along? Why haven't I accomplished this? When you notice that your expectations for your life and for where you want to be in your life are different than your reality, naturally you're going to feel bad about yourself and about your circumstance the thing that people need to understand is 
it's one thing to envision what you want, but it's another thing to actually go after it and do what you want. That's what a lot of us get stuck on. We know the life we want to live, but we have difficulty actually following through and making it happen. There's so many times I've caught myself saying things like, why can't it be my turn? Why can't things just work out for me? Why aren't I living the life I want to live? Why is it so easy for others but so hard for me? And I throw myself this big pity party instead of actually taking note of what I'm doing that isn't working. I know that there are things that are out of our control, but a lot of what we do in our everyday life does play a huge role in the way our lives unfold. And for me and for a lot of people, the reason why we aren't living our dream lives is because we're so attached to living the life we're living right now. We're so comfortable with our daily routine that we don't make the necessary changes to live a different life. One of my favorite sayings is, we cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. I'm sure you've heard me say this before, but things cannot change by things staying the same. It's okay to enjoy your morning routine or your daily routine or just enjoy your life. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you're looking for more, if you're looking to live a different life than you're living right now, you can't continue doing things that don't align with what you want. You can't expect a completely different outcome by continuing the same habits, patterns, routines, and behaviors. It doesn't matter if you make this beautiful, thought-out mood board for how you want your life to look if you don't make an effort to do things that align with it. Your life won't look like that. And it may sound like I'm being harsh, but imagine you want to get into journaling. You can cut out pictures of journals and look up writing prompts and plan out how you're going to make it happen. But if you don't go and buy yourself a journal or you don't take time throughout the day to sit down and write in your journal or write in your notes app, it's not going to become a part of your daily routine. You need to make changes and make an effort to make it work. With that being said, I made a list of things that I believe get in your way of you living your best life. Obviously, this varies for everyone, but these are things that I've noticed that have really hindered my growth and it might help you. Number one is a little controversial because I'm the first one to be like, that doesn't matter. I love my phone. But number one is too much screen time and what you're consuming during that screen time. I am someone who hates when people make others feel bad about being on their phone. I hate when my phone notifies me about my screen time being higher because the higher it is, the guiltier I should feel. But I've noticed that the more I'm on my phone or on my computer and I'm not doing something productive, fulfilling, or meaningful with that time, the more I feel like shit and the more I feel guilty about being on my phone or computer. It's really easy to get sucked into the digital space, especially with apps like TikTok, and to end up neglecting things and people in your real life. I know for me that I'm much more on my phone and computer when I'm struggling because it distracts me. I love going on TikTok and YouTube because I get to watch funny videos and look at memes and 
I just have an escape from reality. But from being so glued to my phone and my computer, I've noticed that by trying to fix my issues with media online, I end up creating more issues. I end up avoiding responsibilities. I procrastinate. I compare myself and my relationships to the ones I see online. I go into using my phone and computer as a way to feel good, but I end up leaving feeling worse. There's ways to look at media and a way to look at what others are doing and appreciate it and be inspired by it. But a lot of the time when you spend too much time and energy looking at things on social media and looking at what others are doing, you end up hurting yourself more than anything. There is no good outcome of comparing and nitpicking your life to others. There's no good outcome of stalking your ex or their new girlfriend on social media. There's no good outcome of going down a rabbit hole and watching things that don't make you feel good or getting yourself involved in things online that have nothing to do with you. My biggest thing is if you're going to go on your phone or computer, make it a fun and safe place to be. If you're going to have that crazy amount of screen time, at least be doing something meaningful with it. Create art, watch TED Talks, research about something that you're interested in, make playlists, engage in things that make you feel good and block people, block pages, delete apps, delete contacts, get rid of anything that doesn't make you feel good. I'm not gonna sit here and make you feel bad about having high screen time because you know damn well my screen time is so high but I know for a fact that being on your phone or computer too much can get in the way of what you need to do. Having really high screen time can be a distraction so if you aren't using your phone or computer to your advantage and they're setting you back in your life, consider putting your phone away while you're doing something important. Set a timer for how long you're allowed to be on your phone or computer. Take breaks throughout the day. Don't allow yourself to go on your phone or computer until you're done with what you need to do. Your phone and computer are meant to be additions to your life. Don't let them become your life and don't allow them to take away from achieving the life that you want to live. Number two, working a job that you hate. If you know me, if you listen to this podcast, you know that I had to make a very tough decision to leave my job back at the beginning of 2022. I did not like that job, but the reason it was so difficult for me to leave was because I was afraid of the unknown. I didn't know what I would be doing once I quit. I didn't know how I would make money. I didn't know what my life would look like. I was so used to the idea of that job. I had been working there for two, three years. And because I was so used to working there and comfortable working there, I thought this is what my life looks like. This is what I do for a living. This is my identity. This job is my identity. And I didn't know who I would be after I left. The job that I was doing was not my end-all be-all. It wasn't my dream job. It wasn't even anything that I really liked to do. It was just what I ended up doing and what I was hired for after college. My entire life, I knew that if I was going to have a job, 
I wanted it to be uplifting for others. I knew that I wanted a job that entailed me being creative. I wanted a job involving social media. And the job that I was doing had nothing to do with any of that. It took me so long to get up the courage to leave that job because I was afraid and I kept telling myself, when the time is right, I'll quit. When I have enough money, I'll quit. And eventually, I learned it's never going to be easy to get up and leave anything that you're comfortable doing. Humans love comfort. That's why we have such a hard fucking time leaving our comfort zone. Eventually, I had to kick myself in the ass and ask myself, why am I doing a job that I don't love? That doesn't align with what I want to do. When there's a million other jobs and opportunities out there waiting for me that I can't entertain because I'm too busy doing this job. I'm too busy entertaining this that I don't even like doing. I mean, ask yourself, if I want to work in fashion, why am I working at a Taco Bell? And before you say, well, Ashley, there are steps you have to take before you could just work in fashion. You have to go to fashion school and do this and this. I agree, but there's also things that you can do that are more aligned with you than working at a fast food restaurant. Even just working in retail is a step closer and in the niche of what you want to do. Or let's say someone offers you an internship for something that you really want to do, but it doesn't pay well. And then you're offered a job at another place that has nothing to do with what you want to do, but it pays a little better. Are you going to take the internship that aligns with you and has potential to bring you closer to where you want to be? Or are you going to take the other job that might put a little more money in your pocket, but delays your growth? Right before I decided to leave my job, my coworkers and my boss were pushing me to apply for this position above what I was doing and that was going to pay much better and also would have given me security in the long run. I knew that if I went after that and applied for that position, I wouldn't have to worry about paying my bills and I would be all set. It was a very safe bet. And as nice as it sounded, I knew that it wasn't the right path for me. It wasn't what was going to fulfill me. Quitting my job and pursuing this podcast and doing social media full-time was a risk and was scary as hell to do, but I knew it was what was best for me and was going to be worth it in the long run. Which brings me to number three, and that is staying in your comfort zone. Like I was saying, humans like to stay in their comfort zone. No one wants to intentionally bring discomfort or challenges into their life. No one wants to choose the harder option. And with your comfort zone, it's not even about choosing the harder option. It's not wanting to choose the more uncomfortable option. And unfortunately, doing new things is uncomfortable. If you're sitting around being like, I want an entire new life. I want new opportunities, a new job, new friends, a new relationship. I want all of these things that I haven't had yet. You're going to have to put yourself in situations that are uncomfortable and that are new to you. Otherwise, things will stay the same. Just like I was talking about with choosing a job, humans tend to choose the more comfortable option. So if you've been working a job for a while, naturally, you're going to feel comfortable there even if you don't like the job. 
you know you're good at that job, you know your coworkers, you know your typical work schedule, you know your schedule after work, you know how much you're getting paid, and you've created an entire life that you're comfortable in around that job. So having to go and find another job or work at another job doesn't just mean going and having to do that job, but also having to find comfort in your new routine. We also tend to choose the easier, more comfortable option to avoid failing. If you know you're good at that job, you might think, why should I go put myself out there and try a new job that I might be bad at or I might fail at? And the reason you should go and put yourself out there is because you miss all of the shots you don't take. How will you know if you're good or bad at another job if you don't try it out? How will you know if you're good or bad at that sport if you don't try it? How will you know social media won't work out for you if you don't try it? In high school, I did not do sports. I did dance for like one semester. But other than that, I stayed clear of trying out for any sports because I was so petrified of trying and failing. But I look back now and I'm like, I probably would have slayed at theater. I probably would have been an amazing swimmer, but I don't know because I didn't try. I now think about what if I didn't quit my job and pursue this podcast? I would have never known the life I live now if I didn't give myself the opportunity to explore what I did. Was I scared as fuck to take that chance? Absolutely. Was there a chance that I fail? Absolutely. But it's either you try and fail or you fail regardless. Every time you hold yourself back and don't explore what's meant for you, you fail. Things only feel uncomfortable at first because it's new. Eventually, you get used to it. With that being said, either stay in your comfort zone and continue living the same life or step out of it and into the life that you want to live. Number four, engaging in things and people who don't serve you. I think a lot of us are under the impression that in order to be a good person or be liked by others, we need to abide by others. I know for me growing up, I followed friends around like a little puppy dog. I did whatever they wanted me to do, go anywhere they wanted to go. I also just followed a lot of trends and did what was considered cool to be liked when I didn't even like doing any of those things. I found myself saying yes all the time to people and plans because I wanted to be accepted and I wanted to have friends. At that time, it was more important to me to have friends and go out even if those people weren't good friends and I wasn't having a good time, then to stay in and do things that were actually enjoyable and aligned with who I am and what I want out of my life. When you have friends, especially friends by default, and by default I mean you grew up with them, you went to school with them, you were placed in similar spaces which forced you to be friends, when you have those types of friendships, You get comfortable in them and they're all you know. Those friends can be so shitty to you, have nothing in common with you, and make you feel so awful about yourself, but you still stick around because we've been made to believe that's better than being alone. And I'm here to tell you, if you're doing that, it needs to stop. 
You need to stop surrounding yourself with people that don't serve you. When you spend time around those people, all they're going to do is delay your growth. They're going to hold you back from what you deserve. And what you deserve is to live a good life with people who actually give a fuck about you, who support you, who love you, and who get you. How do you expect to live your life to the fullest when you're surrounded by people who are constantly making you feel bad about yourself, who make you feel like you have to hide who you are, who don't support your decisions, who don't support your dreams? How do you expect yourself to grow when your circle is full of people who are low-key praying for you to fail? There's a lot of things in my life that changed before quitting my job that made what I'm doing now possible, but I think a huge part of my success was losing friends that I had and being forced to make new ones. When I was close with those friends, I felt like I had to hide who I was. I couldn't openly post on social media or talk about what I liked because I knew they'd make fun of me. I wanted to live a more positive life, a better life, and be a better person. But that's hard to do when you're surrounded by people who love to gossip and make fun of others. A big part of changing your life or changing your identity is you need to make sure your words and your actions align. I can't say that I want to be a better person and then go and talk shit about people. I can't say I want to have friends who like the same things as me and then only hang out with people who like the opposite. If you want a life that's filled with good vibes, good energy, good people, you need to cut out anyone or anything that feels the opposite. If you want to prioritize farmer's markets and Pilates weekends, you can't be getting blacked out at brunch every Sunday. If you want friends who will go thrifting and get coffee with you, you can't keep prioritizing friends who ditch your plans. You can't attract good people or good things by entertaining those who are bad for you. To let the good come, you need to let the bad go. Number five, letting others tell you who you are. In the same way that people stay in their comfort zone because that's all they know, a lot of people stick to one identity because that's all they know. That's what people told them they are, so that's what they stick to. I have an entire episode where I talk about this, but for the longest time, I allowed my reputation I had growing up in my hometown to follow me into my 20s. I had people telling me I'm stupid, I'm unsuccessful, I'm a slut, I'm a bad person. I was told a bunch of things that, as an adult, I did not resonate with and did not want to carry with me for the rest of my life. Even though I felt as if those did not describe me, I was afraid that I was never going to shed those layers of me and that's all people would see me as. It didn't matter if I moved somewhere or started meeting new people. Eventually, those people would see what others did because that's who I am. People gave me this identity and that's who I am and that's who I'll always be. It wasn't until I removed myself from that place and from those people and started focusing on me and focusing on what I want to do where I realized that everything they said about who I was was not true. No matter how badly you mess up, no matter what others say about you or what others see you do, 
you always have the opportunity to do better and become what you want to become and be who you want to be. When you listen to what people think about you or what they think you should be doing with your life, the only way that becomes accurate is if you abide by that. If someone says you're not athletic, so you shouldn't try out for that sport. The only way that becomes true is if you don't put yourself out there and show them, no, I can do this. I want to play the sport, so I'm going to play the fucking sport. If someone says you're a slut, the only way that becomes true is if you internalize that and believe it's true. That is just a label and you don't have to take that label and wear it if you don't agree with it. People love to talk and they love to push their insecurities onto others. When others talk about you or they try to get involved in your life and tell you what you should be doing like going to college or they don't like that you're posting on social media, they're vocalizing that because they're insecure. Maybe they didn't go to college and they regret it, which is fine. But that's also not your problem. You're not here to fix other people's mistakes. Maybe that person wants to post on social media, but they're afraid to. That's not your problem. You shouldn't feel embarrassment because they feel embarrassment. You need to understand that you cannot control other people and their perception of you or their opinions of you. No matter what you do, people are going to talk and judge because people are fucking bored and miserable. So you might as well do what you want to do. Would you rather be judged and be doing a bunch of things that you don't even like? Living a life that you're not excited to wake up to? Or be judged for living your best life, being successful, being confident, and having so much fun. The only people who are going to judge you and make you feel bad about your life are the people who are not satisfied with their own. And that is not your problem. Lastly, number six, neglecting your needs and desires. It's okay to want to help others and be a giving person, but so many of us are constantly giving, giving, giving to other people and making sure they're okay and making sure their needs are met and we put ours on the back burner. We've been taught to be selfless, so anytime we shift our focus to ourselves and really take care of us, people want to label that as selfish. We so badly want to please others. We want to be a good partner, a good friend, a good loved one. We want our boss to think we're a hard worker. We want people on the internet to like us. And we try to juggle all these different things to please other people. And when you juggle a bunch of things for others, you drop the necessary things you need for yourself because you can only juggle so much. If you want to change your life, if you want to better your life, you need to start putting your needs before others. If people actually love you and care about you, they will understand when you say no to going out. They will understand when you don't answer a text. They will understand when you set a boundary. And if they don't, that is not your problem and that is not your person. Just because you're friends with someone or you're in a relationship with someone does not mean they have to be your main priority. They could be one of your priorities, but they shouldn't surpass you. Instead of always having open ears and open arms for them, have that for yourself. The way you listen to others and are there for others and will go to war for others, you need to be that for yourself. Other people aside, you just need to be better to you. 
If living a healthier lifestyle is important to you, you need to make the necessary changes to do that. And those changes might look like listening to your body, listening to your hunger cues, listening to your body when it needs rest, learning about your body, learning the difference between your intuition and anxiety, learning what feels good and what doesn't. In order to live a better life, your internal and external needs to align. If you want to be a gym girly, you're going to have a much harder time doing that if you're not taking the necessary steps to take care of you, whether that's not eating before you go to the gym, not stretching before you work out, not making sure you're hydrated. You can't neglect those things and expect the outcome you want. What I want to end this episode with is kind of like what I was saying before about no matter what you've done, you can always redeem yourself and you can always do better. You always have the opportunity to reinvent yourself. You never have to stay stuck in your ways if you're unhappy. I think the main reason we're so hesitant to change is because we're comfortable and others are comfortable. If we start changing and doing a bunch of new things, people in our life may question us and be like, what are you doing? This is so unlike you. This is not you. And when people say things like that, We take that in a negative way when it doesn't have to be negative. It can be positive. If you're trying to change, if you're trying to become brand new, those comments are a good thing. When people notice you changing and doing things that aren't part of your daily routine, that just means you're evolving. No matter how attached you are to the life that you live, no matter how comfortable you are in your daily routine, if you are not satisfied or over the moon happy with what you're doing or with who you are, No one is forcing you to be that way or live that way. The only person doing that is you. You are the only person who can decide to change. You are the only person that can take your vision and make it a reality. But you need to let go of the idea of things staying the same. Because they will. They will stay the same. Nothing will change unless you do the mandatory work for them to change. The need to be comfortable The need to be consistent, the need to please others is keeping you stuck. You are capable of living the life you deserve, but you need to be ready and willing to change. That is where I'm going to end today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and let me know what you think. You can message me on Instagram or you can join the Try Not To Care group chat and leave all of your thoughts there. That as well as my socials, the sponsors and everything else It's linked in today's description. Thank you so much for listening. I love you besties and I will talk to you next time. Bye besties.